That's good, football fans. Welcome back to the Fourth and Mile podcast alongside my good friends, Brady, Bradley, and Jeremy. My name is Josh. We appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, so, guys, kind of a horrible week of football for our, our personal teams. But Welcome to that, the club, Jeremy. Yep. Welcome to the club, my friend. How does it feel? <laughs> not good. It does not feel good. I don't like the club. I'd like to be out. No, Same. you nope. are permanently locked yep. in. We have a seat reserved for you. <laughs> and uh, we'll continue to ride this train together. If uh, our listeners don't realize what we're talking about, uh, both the Packers and the Vikings got, uh, well, the Packers got shellacked. Uh, I don't know. The what, Vikings got shellacked. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, By an 0-5 team. <laughs> oh, good Lord, that was so depressing. We got to stop talking about these teams when we start the podcast. People's probably turn it off. Like, all oh, these guys have their sorrow trains. <laughs> right away to start let's let's get right into our one thing notable jeremy i'm going to start with you today what is your one thing notable that happened this week in the nfl i think just from a fantasy perspective easy enough for me to say um you know we were talking about a little bit before we got on the show i think it's just kind of wild how poor the running backs kind of did at least the top of the 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 top tier of running backs i mean second leading uh running back point getter was deandre swift um correct me if i'm wrong uh, outside of Derrick Henry, uh, the top tier running backs really struggled this week, including one Aaron Jones uh, for the Packers that we just talked about. And Derrick Henry picked up the slack for all the guys that played <laughs> yeah. poorly. I think oh, I think one thing about Derrick Henry that he does not get enough credit for is how fast he is when he gets out in the oh open field. People like expect him to be that big stiff arm like he did to Josh Norman. He's going to be in between tackles, but once he gets out in space, I mean, he blew by those defenders. Doesn't speed. he look like he's not moving that fast, but he's just no. pulling away from everybody? Yep. Yes. And he's nice, just so yeah. big. And that's the, that's the like, verbiage. Deceptive. He was still pulling away from them when he yes. was, like, 60 yards into the run. Just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The dude is a freak. I know. It's absolutely crazy. You were correct about DeAndre Swift. He was the second running back. There was only three running backs that scored over 20 points this week in fantasy, not counting the Monday night games. Josh, what is your one thing notable? My one thing notable is as a, from the fourth and a mile podcast, I want to apologize to Julio. Uh, we had the um, one's got to go from last week. And I think most of us had Julio and the dude is like, all right, say less and goes out for 30 points or fantasy against three of our teams. So it was not great. I mean, I had started him in one of my leagues, so I was, you know, at least. Were you surprised he played? Super surprised. Yeah. And so that was, um, I think it was on like late in the week there. He had zero injury designation, which was like, wait, weren't you like really hobbled with that and ended up not being a non-issue. So we were like, okay, well, put him in the lineup and obviously fantasy owners were very rewarded for that i was surprised he he wasn't even like questionable going into the week on sunday but yeah i know i should never have doubted my boy julio but of course he comes and torches the vikings uh bradley what is your one thing notable my one thing notable is that the nfl stands for not for long um from many different perspectives when you go season to season uh game to game player to player Uh, so a couple examples vikings Made the playoffs, won a playoff game last year. They're one and five this year. The Texans made the playoffs last year. Already fired their head coach. The Packers, week to week, they looked like the best team in the NFL a week ago. And then they go get blown out by Tampa Bay. And then player-wise, I mean, you look at Le'Veon Bell. He used to be the epitome of what a running back was supposed to be in the NFL. Now he got cut by the worst team in the NFL. So NFL stands for not for long is my one thing notable. 
Very interesting take. My one thing notable is uh, the Philadelphia Eagles getting banged up again this year. What we talked about for Philly last year was they had nobody there. Like, we're, we're going to expect Carson Wentz to have some of his pieces this year. Alshon Jeffrey, not there. Deshaun Jackson, not there. Dallas Goddard's been out. Uh, Miles Sanders was out week one. Now he's going to be out for a little bit. Uh, Zach Ertz is out. So you're tra- you're re- you're you're relying on guys like Boston Scott and Travis Fulgham and uh, Jeremy's guy Richard Rogers from the Packers uh, way in the past. So my one thing notable is Philly being banged up again. And I guess the question that I have for you guys is, do you think like? Do you think the blame on Carson Wentz is warranted? I I totally do not. I don't I don't know where people see it. They don't have any talent around him, and he still he almost beat the Ravens. So uh, I guess I'll leave it open to whoever wants to speak about Carson Wentz and if they think otherwise from me. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Um, he just doesn't have the talent around him right now, and I think the biggest thing he's missing is his offensive line that is just not healthy. I mean you know what you can do when you can replace those wide receivers. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Some guys, undrafted guys come out and start making plays. Um, but when you don't have those guys up front protecting for you, and it makes a quarterback think he can't step into his throws. So I think that's the biggest thing that he's missing. Yeah, he got, he got sacked six times this week, five times last week. The dude was just running for his life. And like you were alluding to, just no weapons. He's a great phenomenal talent we saw that early in his career when he was on the MVP trajectory until he got hurt and then obviously he didn't get it but after that he just hasn't really been the same since and I I hear rumors about Wentz possibly being on the block and I just think that's absurd there's so many problems in Philly most of it's just health if he's on the block some team should be asking what are you yeah like seriously like if you get him in a team that I mean, if I'm Indianapolis, oh, sign me scenario. up right away. You perfect. got an offensive line. You got or Chicago. Chicago Please is another no. team. <laughs> that would Wenson falls back oh, together. How awesome would that be? That would be so funny. <laughs> I think it would be absolutely crazy. Anything else notable? We didn't really talk about the the Le'Veon Bell signing with the Chiefs. We we got the news where he was uh, released. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Just another piece for Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Do you think he's going to have a, any fantasy impact there? I think it de- deflates a little bit of what Clyde Edwards is going to do. You saw him ball out uh, this afternoon, but Le'Veon Bell didn't play. Uh, so I, I would be a little hesitant on how much Bell's going to play, but he's going to eat into Clyde Edwards' uh, snap share a little bit. I'll be interested to see how involved he is in the pass game because that's kind of been his calling card in, you know, Pittsburgh. And he wasn't really involved all that much late when he was healthy with New York. So intrigued to see what he can do with Mahomes. I'll be interested to see what Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy have up their sleeves for him. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think he's going to come in and be at least right away, like a huge featured piece. So it's not like from a fantasy perspective, it's not like I'm making a bunch of moves to try to get, you know, Le'Veon, if you have him, obviously you're holding him to see what's going to happen. Um, but, you know, Bradley's right. He alluded to it. It, it definitely hurts Clyde's stock. Um, you know, if you can try to get something, some really good value for him, maybe you look to do that, but don't try to go out there and, you know, take anything you can get. Cause at this point you'd probably be selling low. Totally agree. So let's, let's get into the rest of today's show. Like, like normal, we get into uh, some recap of week six and we're going to preview some week seven. So on week six, we're going to look at some of the players that either overperform and underperform, and we're all going to give a word or a phrase to describe those players. 
Um, and then for our week seven pre preview, we're going to do our starts of the week, some waiver wire targets, because this is going to come out on uh, Tuesday morning. And then we have a little segment called this or that. So we have two guys going into week seven. Are you taking this guy or that guy? And then we obviously have our ones got to go. So let's get right into uh, week six. We're gonna, I'm going to give a, a player and we're going to talk about their performance in week six by giving a word or a phrase. So let's start with this example. Alexander Madison, Bradley, give me the word or phrase. Do you just want the word or phrase or do you want me to elaborate on it? Word or phrase? Inopportune. Josh, what's your word? Yikes. Jeremy? I said big dud. And my word my I, word or phrase was negative game script. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I, – I wouldn't say a big dud because he just – like Kubiak didn't give him a shot. Like from the get-go, it was, all right, Kirk – Throw pick, we're down seven nothing. Then we go again and we go three and out. And guess what? They put up points. So it's just like we, Brady, you hit the nail on the head with a negative game script because he had no shot to be successful. But he still was a huge dud because he was like projected to be like fourth or fifth in fantasy mm-hmm. this week, and he only had like three or four points in PPR. So okay, so, yeah, so not necessarily I'm, his fault, but it was just there, like, that's what I'm when saying. you have the projection, it was a, a huge disappointment. Like Jeremy said, a huge dud for. What we were all expecting. I mean, we talked a crap ton about him on last week's episode. On like, the, I mean, he was my start of the week. Obviously, I'm not getting the point for that one because he was horrible, or like <laughs> he wasn't horrible, but he just didn't get the opportunity. So, uh, I think we yeah, all kind of yeah. hit it with a different way of of saying it. So, let's move on to the next player, and I think you're going to have a lot of different ways to describe this than Alexander Madison. The player's name is Derek Henry. Josh, give me the word or phrase. I was wrong. Right before the before the before the season, I just was selling him, and I didn't believe in his pass game. But holy cow, I was wrong. Uh, my word is the king. Jeremy, uh, superhuman. And my word is focal point. I I think he's just the absolute center of that offense. They, I mean, he is just an absolute machine. He takes after his head coach, Mike Vrabel, to Absolutely. a T. Like that team does. They take over what Mike Vrabel does, and they're dangerous. Did you see that video on Twitter about him like doing the twelve man on twelve men on the field? On so purpose? smart. That's that is so cool. And yeah. like acting like, oh no, we had the penalty. <laughs> yeah, it, it's incredible. It's actually insane. He's a really good coach. Yep. <laughs> Anything else on Derrick Henry? Nah, that's it for me. Nah. All right, let's move on to another one. One of our uh, favorite guys on the episode, uh, a quarterback by the name of. Baker Mayfield. Jeremy, I'm going to start with you. What do you think of Baker Mayfield? Underbaked. Ooh, I like <laughs> it. I like it. I had to throw in a pun somewhere. I, was I like it. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> Bradley, what do you think? Uh, I wrote down inactive. I just think he just did not look right. He, he should not have played. He was clearly banged up. Josh. I just did, I just did fifty percent. He just wasn't there. He was wincing a lot of the game too. Okay, mine might be harsh. Backup quarterback. Ooh. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> it's it is case time in, in Cleveland. <laughs> we all know what that's about. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. It's the dog pound time. is the dog pound is ready for case. They're, oh, they're they're barking. Oh it's, yeah, yeah. It's not case time. I still think they're gonna make the playoffs, but. I I really think they need to look elsewhere at quarterback. He wow. looked 
He it looked like last play. year Baker. Like, 100%. Guys, he, I mean, he was playing against the best defense in the league. It's true. It's true. That, that, is that defense true. is elite. I, maybe it's just because I don't really like Baker. That was probably a little harsh for the, <laughs> yeah. the backup quarterback. But anyways, let's, uh, let's move on to the next one. Ryan Tannehill, another quarterback. Uh, Bradley, what are your thoughts on Ryan Tannehill? Efficient. I mean, he was he was very efficient. I mean, 30 of 41, 350 plus yards and four touchdowns. That's efficient. Josh. I good for him. Him just being in such a horrible situation for with Miami and then taking over for Mariota in uh, Tennessee and then being able to just be an awesome. He's just been not, not only a game manager, but he's been very, very, very good for them. Jeremy. Mine is start believing, and that's not just in like football terms. It's fantasy. I think we all kind of, even at the beginning of the year, wrote him off a little bit. Is this real? I don't know. I mean, four out of five games now, he's over 20 points. Three out of five games, he's over 26. Uh, yeah. Football. He is very, very startable week to week. I really and like that one. And he has good rushing capability. Too. Yep, he does. So mine was MVP candidate. He is in legitimate oh. talks for being the MVP candidate. Absolutely. Does anybody do okay. disagree? No, no so not even on I, his own team. So okay, I don't know about that, Josh. I, I think there's, I think there is a, a tier of MVP candidates, and I think Russell Wilson's in his own tier at this point. Uh, but I think there are a lot of people that are creeping up on him, uh, and Ryan Tannehill's one of those. Hey, let's not sleep. This is another Gase. Uh... Alumni. <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to talk about Adam Gase, another week of talking about Gase. Yep. <laughs> what else is new? Okay. So we got another quarterback that we're going to talk about. Um, I'm going to start with Jeremy. The quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. Give me a phrase. A fluke. Okay. Flip on the Bradley. radar. What is it? Flip, flip on, the, on radar? the radar? Okay. Bradley. Mine was back to reality. I'm just kidding. That was not mine. Mine was just, mine was, mine was human. Uh, I just feel like it, it was kind of a blip in the radar. He's been so good for the first how many weeks uh, you saw him just come back to light or come back to reality just a little bit. Mine was under pressure. He was under heat the whole game. So uh, yeah, and, he's going to be fine. I, and it made it like 10 times worse, at least from my perspective, obviously you guys probably liked it, uh, but it made it 10 times work for, worse from my perspective. The fact that I, I don't even know if Tom Brady was ever even sniffed yesterday. <laughs> It was absolutely unbelievable. I just, it didn't make sense. That's funny. Um, All right, let's move on to a different position. We're going to the wide receiver position. This wide receiver's name is Justin Jefferson. I'll start with Josh. Electric. The dude's just fun to watch. He's so electric out there. Can make anything happen. Bradley. He's a star, uh, I think, in the making. One thing that you can't teach for receivers is catching the football. And, and, and he does it so well. You can teach route concepts, um, but at the end of the day, like you have to be able to catch the ball, and he and he's phenomenal at doing that. Jeremy, yeah, I put uh, superstar. You guys knew I loved this guy in the draft. I mean, I'm not gonna lie; I'm a little jealous. He's on the Vikings. That he's he's a stud, and he's a dog. And Bradley's like he'll go pick the ball out of the air. He's he's gonna be very good for a very long time. And mine was star in the making. The question I have for you guys is it's super early, but do you think he is the best rookie receiver in the league right now? There's some good, there's a lot of good ones. So if you say no, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's dumb. I'm not going to answer that question. I'm going to say that 
the class in general has been phenomenal yeah. and it's been absolutely fun to watch. I know when we did our, our draft breakdown and back in, what was it? March and February when we were talking about uh, the draft class and how deep the wide receivers were like, they're literally putting it on display right now. They're phenomenal mm-hmm. to watch. It is a lot of fun. So we're going to talk about another LSU wide receiver, Odell Beckham Jr. Bradley, go ahead. Trade bait. I would Gosh. try to ship him if I were anybody, just because he's so inconsistent and he's a big name. I would try to ship him for his name. I'm going illness because he was kind of not – he was under the weather throughout the week and it was against a great defense. So I'm just giving a, him a pass for this week. Jeremy. Yeah. Um, I put not surprised. Uh, and I think that's just, I, I had a very kind of view of him that way going into this year, he was going to be up and down just because of the way their offense is it's more run heavy and Baker's going to have games that he struggles. And this was definitely one of those. So I like Bradley's a lot because if you can get good value for him, I, I think it's, would be a good idea to look now again he caught two two passes for 25 yards so i don't know if you're going to be able to get a lot for him this week but um something to think about and then i'm just gonna mine is not his fault along with bradley's lines i i don't i don't necessarily think it's his fault i still think the talent is there 100 so um let's move on to the tight ends we got let's go really quick on these ones uh george kittle's the first tight end jeremy what do you think about george kittle i have the forgotten man uh he was hurt a little bit right away at the beginning of the year um, he kind of, you know, fades in from time to time, just because of, I think the way their offense is set up, um, and their quarterback play hasn't been super consistent, but the dude's a stud. And, and when he has these games, it just reminds you. Bradley. You guys know what I'm going to say? Tight end one. <laughs> He's tight Bold end take. one. Bold take. Josh. And I had game changer, uh, just an absolute freak of an, of an athlete. I remember, just last year, that New Orleans catch when he was on the left side of the field and he dragged like four guys with him. And I just keep coming back to that of just him, him being a supreme athlete. So absolute game changer. My word for him is unique. I mean, he, he can almost be an offensive lineman the way he blocks, but then he can go and run and score a long touchdown. He just, he's one of a kind. He's a Swiss army knife. You can put him anywhere on the field. So uh, I he's awesome. Yeah, to to re-echo what Brady was saying. I mean, I don't think there's that many players that can, when they get the ball, they're as, as shifty as a wide receiver and as fast as a wide receiver. And when they're asked to block, he blocks like a right tackle. So I, I think he is unique and he's special. Totally agree. Uh, last player, really quick, Mark Andrews. Touchdown dependent. That was also mine, actually. <laughs> well, <laughs> it uh, I, put, I put tough with three F's because he, I mean, he, he really is. He's tough to gauge. He, you guys hit the nail on the head with touchdown dependent. Um, but that offense in general is super tough to, to chart out for fantasy wise, because you never know who's going to have a good week. It, it feels like they haven't been that good, but they've only lost one game, right? <laughs> to the chiefs, the bars, the bar is that high for them. It's kind of wild. Yeah. My word for him was hot and cold. I, much along your guys' lines, touchdown dependent, tough to gauge. It's just you don't really know what you're going to get, and that's tough with – I mean, there's two two tight ends that you expect to have good weeks every single week, and it's Kittle and Kelsey, and then you just get a bunch of wild cards. Like, I think this week if you're tight end one, you need like eight or nine fantasy points. 
to be in the top 12, which mm-hmm. is it's yeah. just crazy. That's crazy to me. To, to our point, in games he hasn't scored a touchdown in, which is three, he has less than five fantasy points in every single <laughs> yeah. one of those games. And he's like tight end three or something. <laughs> yeah, it, It's insane. <laughs> well, that wraps up uh, week six breakdown. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll do some week seven preview. Hi guys, this is Jeremy Becker from the 4th and a Mile podcast. Just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in and remind you to follow us on Twitter at 4th and a Mile Pod. That's 4th and a Mile Pod. Thanks guys, and now back to the sports. Welcome back into the 4th and a Mile podcast. We're going to get right into our week 7 preview and we're going to start how we always do with our starts of the week. Um, Bradley, why don't you start us off? Um, give us how you did last week and then what you got for this week. Yeah, so currently I'm 0-2. My other two are currently playing right now. Uh, I have Kyler Murray and uh, Kenyon Drake. Those are – stay tuned. I think Kenyon Drake will be a hit just considering on how the the running backs went this week, and he already has a rushing touchdown. Uh, But Devonta Adams was a big X, uh, and Jimmy Graham was an X as well. So my starts of the week uh, at quarterback, it is Matt Stafford against Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Kareem Hunt against the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, DeAndre Hopkins against the Seattle Seahawks, and Evan Ingram. Nice. Josh, go ahead and do yours. So last week I had Cousins, so three picks, but dude ate up garbage time. So he actually had a really good fantasy week. So that's a W. Uh, Antonio Gibson, he had nine and a half points, running back 22. What do you guys think? I feel, I I feel like you. I'm going to say no because he didn't even get double digits. He was an RB2, though. I give it to RB2. It's just the week. Uh, Two beats one. A... <laughs> wow. The King of Drake is already a check for good. <laughs> uh, well, um, I had Mecole Hardman, wide receiver, uh, played Buffalo tonight, and uh, he had one target, so no catches. <laughs> Goosed. So that's a huge fat L. And Dalton Schultz has 7.5 points right now. He can't catch another pass. (laughs) I think that's already a W for a tight end that I'm to, I'm giving myself a W for that. He's going to catch at least one more ball. Okay. Be generous. (laughs) (laughs) So who are you starting this week? So this week I have uh, Justin Herbert against Jacksonville. I have Devin Singletary at Singletary. Got it. Devin Singletary. Uh, wide receiver Terry McLaurin against Dallas. And then TJ Hawkinson at, Dow- at uh, Atlanta. Nice. Jeremy, you want to go or do you want me to go? There. We made it. You were me, Jeremy. All right. So I was one for four uh, in week six. I had TB12 versus Green Bay. That did not happen. Um, Alexander Madison, since he's in backup, do you think I got that one? Yes. <laughs> no, okay. he, didn't, he didn't get that one. Brandon Cooks against Tennessee was most definitely a hit. He played really well. Um, and then Eric Ebron against Cleveland was a no. So my starts of the week for week seven, I have Joe Burrow against Cleveland. Um, the running back I have on thir- – it's a Thursday night game, Boston Scott versus the Giants. Uh, my wide receiver start of the week is Stefan Diggs versus the Jets because everybody against the Jets usually play well. So I hope Diggs can as well. And then my tight end start of the week is Hayden Hurst against the Lions. He had a really 
garbage touchdown at the end of that game, which really helped really a couple of my leagues. So yeah. I, I'm hoping he could use that as momentum to carry him forward. Jeremy, why don't you wrap us up with your um, week six results and then your week seven start of the weeks. All right. So my, this past week I had Stafford. Yeah, that did not pay off for me. <laughs> um, they won big, but he just didn't really have to do anything. Um, then I had James Robinson, who I thought wasn't going to be a hit after his performance, but due to the landscape, he ended up running back 10. Um, so that was a hit. Uh, wide receiver, I had Terry McLaurin. Uh, he put up some good stats, but I'm not sure if he quite hit the bill for a wide receiver too. You guys can I'll check. double check that for me. I, I know he had seven catches for 74 yards, so it probably isn't close. He didn't get in the end zone. But um, then I had TJ Hawkinson, TJ who was, I think, close. Um, he had a touchdown, but I don't think he hit. Yeah, I don't think he actually hit tight end. So, so uh, in fact, you have no idea how your players did. But McLaurin was a RB2. I think it was McLaurin was Whoa. playing running back this week, huh? Wow. I'll take RB2. <laughs> Did I say RB? Yes. He was not. No, Terry McLaurin was not a hit. <laughs> Wide receiver two, not a hit. <laughs> he was 26. Ah, oh, dang it. That was close. And oh, TJ Hawkinson my. was not. I was correct. He, I think he was tight end 14. So. Holy cow. Josh Guys, is driving the struggle I just, bus. I am. I, I have bamboozled right now i've been starting terry mclaurin at the wide receiver position <laughs> and he's been killing it at running back <laughs> what am i doing what do we know over here we're supposed to be helping people what are we doing <laughs> all right go, start go on to the waiver wire and that's just that's, just getting gibson's, <laughs> that's where that's where gibson's gibson's carries are going Terry McLaurin. McLaurin. Jeremy, who are your week seven starters? Just so everyone knows, we realized Terry McLaurin is a wide receiver. I, it could have been lost in translation there. So, <laughs> all right. Matt Ryan, start of the week, quarterback against the Lions. Uh, played well last week, Has finally has his receivers healthy. I think he has a good week. Uh, running back, Justin Jackson against the Jaguars. Uh, Jags give up the fifth most points to the position. He outtouched uh, uh, Kelly, and uh, I said touched, yeah. Touched. And uh, he outtouched Kelly uh, in week five by eight. And I think he has a good week. My wide receiver is Kenny Galladay, who is really starting to get healthy, has played really well in the last couple of weeks. And then my tight end is Logan Thomas, who came on a little bit. So I what like would Logan you say? Thomas. I do too. What would you say a hit is for Kenny Galladay? Probably like a wide receiver seven or up. I'll give you um, a I'll give you 12. I was going to say, if, really if he's a wide receiver one, yeah. I was, yeah. Holy cow, Becker. So, so, can really I, so, so question. So I had uh, DeAndre Hopkins as my start of the week. Uh, uh, what does he need to be? Top five? Yes. Yeah. I would say that, yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. want to make sure. Because I feel like we are always looking for, like, somebody in the mid-20s. And, like, why don't we just try for – the boom players shoot for the stars <laughs> is right. Yeah. No, I'll take, I'll take wide receiver 12. Can he fit running back too? Or... <laughs> no, that's Goal just McLaurin. Go on. Dang it. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So we're going to move on to our waiver wire targets. Each of us have one that we really like. Uh, Jeremy, I will start with you. Who is your waiver wire target? I, I guess before you start, for me, it seems like the waiver wire is a little bit dry this week, at, at least compared to the, the previous week. So um, I think that's probably crazy. that's probably why we're only going to do one this week. Um, Jeremy, go ahead and who's your waiver wire target? 
Yeah, I think part of the reason it seems dry is because I feel like the guys who'd be on the top of the list should have probably already been picked up like last week as stashes. Um, so my guy, again, I've talked about him. He was my start of the week. He's still available in a lot of a lot of leagues. If, if Justin Jackson's out there, please pick him up. You can absolutely start him as an RB2. Um, if that's a cheat because he's not available, Mike Williams would be another guy too who potentially could be out there as well. Go Chargers, Mike Williams go. got Mike Williams got dropped in a couple of leagues that I saw, and I, I snatched him up right away because I mean you picked him up in one of in our league. I was yeah, that was I, as soon as he got dropped, I'm like yeah, I want him. Save well, us. especially if Keenan doesn't play this next week, I think he's right. gonna play. But just in case he doesn't play, it gets a huge tick up for Mike Williams. Bradley, who is your waiver wire target of the week? We talked about him a lot last week. Um, but he's still owned in less than 50% of the leagues, and that's Travis Fulgham, um, somebody that uh, is benefiting from all the injuries in Philadelphia. I mean, Zach Ertz is out now. Jeffrey's not back. I don't know what Deshaun Jackson's uh, uh, his injury report looks like uh, or when he's going to come back. So Carson Wentz has to throw it to somebody, and I think Travis Fulgham's starting to become his uh, favorite receiver. And he's I played well. Like to, I would just like to say I think I was the lowest on him last week. I'm buying in. I have an announcement to make. Welcome. I have a nickname for Travis Fulgham, and I'd like to try it on. Just came to mind. Here we go. Ready? He's been practicing it for 24 hours. I actually haven't. It just came to my brain 30 seconds ago. Um, Here we go. Fulg can do it. Fulg can do it. Instead of Fulg can. Fold can. Oh my it. gosh, that was love horrible. It. Absolutely that was love horrible. It. Okay, I'm okay, everybody, 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 stop talking. The fact that he didn't pause after he said it to explain what it was <laughs> shows how horrible it was. Yep. Oh my gosh, I think we should skip his waiver wire target. Yeah, yeah just, just for listeners. <laughs> but with the risk of losing some more listeners, Josh, give us your waiver wire target. All right, you let me know if this counts because he might be too rostered. Oh, but... uh, DeAndre Hopkins is only owned in 99% of the leagues. I'll roster him. <laughs> With Miles Sanders getting banged up, I'm going Boston Scott. Uh, running back for the Eagles, he's going to be a good one. Uh, RB2 at you know, as a floor. I know we thought that with Madison too, but that's, I think, what an anomaly from what everyone is expecting. So uh, Boston Scott running back for the Eagles. No doubt. He was on my list as well. So I have uh, one and then like kind of a honorable mention. So my waiver wire target of the week is Dallas Goddard. I think he's probably out there in some leagues with, and he's supposed to be returning from IR this week. So um, he'd be the starting tight end there. Uh, He would be big time. He'd be a big target for uh, Carson Wentz. And then my honorable mention was Anthony Ferkser, I believe is how you say his last name, Mm -hmm. the tight end for uh, Tennessee. Uh, I think John was going to be out, so they need another tight end. And, and John was used a lot. So, uh, and Ferkser had a really good week last week. So I, w- I would, I would not play him, but I would roster him to see if maybe you can, because uh, nobody really knows on how much John is going to be out. Correct or? But how honestly, much. honestly, if you're desperate, like Ferkser is a, I mean, he's an above average play, especially if you had Johnu on your roster. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to take Johnu's snaps. Just yeah. giving a shout to Keelan Cole, too. He had nine targets for 143 yards, six receptions. Uh, Chark still led the team with targets with 14, but still a good play. Yeah, totally. So let's move on to our last segment before the one's got to go. It's kind of a new segment. We're calling it this or that. 
Uh, so basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through a list of players. You guys have no idea what I'm going to say. They're matched up against each other, same position, and you have to choose one or the other. So there's three guys choosing. We're going to see who the winner is because you can't really have a tie if there's three people, right? Let it be known that this is Becker's worst nightmare because he's going to have to overthink it, and he's just got to give a gut reaction. So <laughs> it's going to be his It is a gut world. reaction, so we are not <laughs> taking a lot of time to think about this one. Uh, so we're going to start with the quarterback position. So we have Patrick Mahomes at Denver or Russell Wilson versus Detroit. This or that. Give me Pat Mahomes. Russell, Russell Wilson. Break the tie. Ooh, Russell Wilson wins. All right. So we have a matchup, another quarterback matchup. They play each other this week. We have Aaron Rodgers at Houston or Deshaun Watson versus Green Bay. Deshaun Watson. Rodgers. Deshaun Watson. I think it's an Aaron Jones game all the way. Aye. Okay. He's, he's totally correct because Houston is last in fantasy points or rushing yards allowed to running back. So, I mean, it's, he's, sure. he's hits the nail on the head on that. All right. We're moving to the running back position. Ronald Jones at the Raiders or James Connor at Tennessee. Ronald Jones just came off a really big Give week. Give me Rojo. And James Connor has also had a really good week this last week. Give me Rojo. That's tough. I'm going to go James Conner. I'm going to take Conner because I'm not quite sure what the Leonard Fournette situation is. That's a good point, too. Do you think Tampa Bay might cut him? I would. At this point, like, Rojo's looked good. Like, I know he hasn't caught the ball well, but it's not like Leonard Fournette was was signed to do that. But don't you want to see what your rookie can do? Like, Keyshawn Vaughn, like, you want to know what he has – Boy, that was a that was a struggle bus earlier. <laughs> um, but I just feel like you want it. You ne- you need to know what you have in Vaughn, and you can't really do that if you have Fournette on the squad too. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, let's move on to a, another running back matchup: uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at Denver, or David Montgomery at the Rams. David Montgomery is definitely getting the opportunity there, and Clyde now has Le'Veon Bell there against Denver, who just upset. New England. Which do one do we like? I'll I'll still lean Clyde. Who was the other one? Clyde and who? David, David Montgomery. Montgomery. Oh, Clyde. Yeah, Clyde. Okay. So here's an interesting one. We have Jeremy start of the week, Kenny Galladay at Atlanta, or Ooh. Michael Thomas returning versus Carolina, whose Carolina's pass defense has actually low key been really good. Which one do you like? It, it honestly, it pains me to say it. I'm going to go with Galladay. Okay. It, it, it pains me to say it. It's going to be a shootout. Totally. I'll, I'll go Galladay. Jeremy, you going Galladay as well? Yeah. All right. So we got. But, but let's, let's give credit where credit is due. Everybody talked about how poor the Panthers were going to be defensively. Solid. They've been solid. It's not so much in the run game, but in the past game, they've been very good. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Good uh, so then we have Tyler Lockett against Arizona or Amari Cooper at Washington. Which one do we like there? Oh, t- give me Tyler Lockett. I'll go Lockett off the bye. Washington, uh, Washington's secondary has only given up about 200 yards passing a game. So I, I'm going to go with Tyler Lockett. I'll go Lockett. He's had two down weeks. I think he, he, uh, as a solid bounce back after the bye. All right, so we got a rookie wide receiver matchup here. We got T. Higgins versus Cleveland. 
or C.D. Lamb at Washington? T. Higgins, just because I, I don't know if I love Andy Dalton's connection with C.D. Lamb. I know I haven't seen very much of it. I just I, I worry that a backup quarterback is going to come in and rely on the stud receiver and check downs to Zeke and maybe uh, a tight end. And I don't know how well he's going to uh, to gel with C.D. I know Becker talked about last week about how Andy Dalton really made Tyler Boyd a better player in the slot. And that definitely could be possible, but uh, I'm not buying it at this point. So we are uh, recording during the Cardinals Cowboys game and Bradley must have the kiss of death because <laughs> CD just got basically hit over on the, on the route and uh, Andy Dalton threw a pick <laughs> while targeting <laughs> CD <laughs> as Bradley was talking about that connection. Right well, there. it happens, but I'm going to go T Higgins also. <laughs> Can I just say for the fourth amount podcast, Josh Montbrun needs to apologize to T Higgins right now. Yes. Yes. Right. You now. all need to apologize to Chase Claypool. I was absolutely in on him preseason and you guys were not at all. I thought the I'm second not. round was a little early on him. He's a good player. I mean, I told you that he was good with this, the 40, he had a really good combine. People didn't know if he was going to play tight end or wide receiver. I, I will apologize, apologize to T Higgins, to T Higgins I will t- right now. T Higgins. <clears throat> I know you listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I want to sincerely apologize on behalf of Josh of the fourth and mile podcast. I was wrong. I didn't think you had it in you. I didn't want the Vikings to take you. You clearly have it in you. You got some talent. Good job. End Very of, nice. End of apology. Okay, we're gonna- I'm, but before we, I'm not going to apologize to a wide receiver four at this point. I'm going to wait for him. To- <laughs> Still that wide receiver four. <laughs> let's, let's get him in the top three before I start apologizing. He's still going with the wide receiver four. Hey, Bradley, four. I said, I, I manned up and said I was uh, more bought in on Fulgham. Are you more bought in on Claypool yet? A little, yeah, I am bought in on him, but I'm still take, I'm still holding true that he's a wide receiver four at this point. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, let's move on to our last one for this or that. It's a tight end matchup. You can't get really any pretty unless you go Kittle versus Kelsey, but we're not doing that. So we're doing Gronk against the Raiders or Robert Tanyan against Houston. Which one do we like here? Is there an option for C? Neither. You got to pick one. <laughs> I'm going to score. I just don't believe in Gronk's getting back to his who he was. I know he had a really like he was involved last week, but I'm just he had a great week for me. Yeah. He was like top three, which is not saying much for tight ends, but you're right. Um, I'll go Tanya too. Yeah, I'm going Tanya. How did he do last week? I'm going Tanya too, but I, <laughs> shocker, we, we've had three straight sweeps. Geez, they must not have been that good. I guess that's fine. <laughs> They've actually been pretty good. They have been. I, I'm surprised we've all agreed. Yeah. Well, let's let's wrap it up with the ones got to go. We got some more running backs to talk about. These are all rookie running backs. Um, they've all produced at some point throughout the season. So the running backs, and it's for the rest of the season, fantasy purposes. James Robinson was a running back in Jacksonville. DeAndre Swift, who just had a really good week last week for Detroit. He got, I think it was 16 carries, which is a lot. You didn't think that was going to happen. Um, Jonathan Taylor, who's the starting running back in Indianapolis. And Clyde Edwards-Hilaire who is the running back? Is he starter there? I don't – who knows? He's probably the starter still uh, in Kansas City. Uh, I'm going to start with Bradley. Which one's got to go? This is fantasy-related, correct? Correct. Fantasy. Uh, I'm going to go with DeAndre Swift because they all have starting capability, and I think that DeAndre Swift is sharing that with Adrian Peterson, and more often than not, if it's inside the five um, – 
DeAndre Swift won't be in the game. It'll be Adrian Peterson time, whereas all the other running backs, it's going to be James Robinson's going to be in there. Jonathan Taylor's going to be in there. Clyde Edwards is going to be in there. Anyone disagree? Jeremy, what do you think here? Yeah, I think the right answer is Swift just at this point in time. Um, but if, you know, Swift continued to retain the role he got this week, it, it would be, it'd be Swift over, or uh, Robinson would be out over Swift, in my opinion. Um, because you've seen the theoretic type of role be really prominent um, for that offense. And if he has that type of role and gets 16 carries, could be a really good fancy piece. Josh, what do you think? I'm going Swift too. I, I just think the top end consistency is there for the other three guys. And Swift is just going to share it too much. Okay, I'm doing something else. I'm going James Robinson. But the question I have for you guys is, does Jonathan Taylor scare you a little bit this year for the rest of the year? Well, I mean, I thought we was, all thought we all thought, thought we, we, we after we did after think Marlon he'd be better Mack than he is so was going to go out. We yep. thought he was going to go off. So he's had that 18 point game against the Vikings where he touched it 26 times. Then he had 12 and a half points, only touched it 13 times or 13 carries. 8.4 points had 17 carries. 14.4 had 12 carries. And then this last week, he had 13.5 points with 12 carries. I kind of expected at least one of the breakout games. It doesn't seem like he's had any, like, explosive runs, like long runs like he did at Wisconsin, where he got out in the free, uh, out free using his, what, 395 or whatever it was, 4-1 speed or whatever. I don't even know how fast he was. It was a did really fast say, 40 Did four, you just one, say speed? You said 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3,